Houston, we have a problem. I feel the need, the need for Steve. Ow! My mom always said, life was like a box of chocolates. Help me help you. What is up, Wabam fam? Welcome back to We Bought a Mic, a pop culture toy cast, FAO Schwartz cast, mm-hmm. here with a review of Big, part of our series on the films of Tom Cruise and Tom Hanks. It's called A Tale of Two Toms, Tom v. Tom, Cruisemas with the Hanks. We're finally getting in, into Hanks. It's Hanks season, baby. Oh, man. You're finally getting to the Hanks part of cruises with the Hanks. After three, Tom, after three cruises and, to start this. And we, and I, I had a great time with the cruises. I really did. They're all really solid movies. I really enjoyed his performance in each and every one of them. What this a, is next level. So refreshing. Yeah. This is where I'm so excited to talk about this movie. Mm-hmm. Welcome to the show. I have become an adult. My name's Ernest. I went to the carnival and I got big. My name is Hunter. Um, go ahead, go. It's a play on like went to the beach. And yeah, I know. Old, yeah. But <laughs> I went to the carnival go, go and to I, carnival I got get big. big. Go to Zoltar, get big. I got into Zoltar, get big. I'm Drew. And welcome back to the show. Becca Stogner, how you doing? Hey, I'll be the Gumby chair in Tom Hanks loft apartment. Ah, mm. Jealous. Oof. Um, I mean, you know, you know, there were some epic pizza nights on that gumby chair like they were vibing i i'm surprised that that apartment wasn't like more of a shithole it was pretty he kept it pretty clean yeah i actually i have a lot of thoughts uh i have a lot of thoughts about the logistics of this movie which we'll get into no we won't we are not going to cinema this lovely piece of art i do love this like was that like a ten thousand dollar a month apartment in New York that he just like moves into immediately? I love when he just I don't you love a job when they're like day three, here's your paycheck. Yeah, oh, it's the best. And then the the we vice love that we, this movie fucking owns. I don't want to <laughs> hear I don't want to hear a word from you. I'm not going to criticize this movie. <laughs> I love big. I will have I have I love big. Big's great. <laughs> You're a big head. I'm a big You're head. A big, big Listen, head I was in a production of Big the Musical in my theater boy Stop. days. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You think that I'm joking? I uh, tried to be young Billy himself. We're, we're getting leading... into into this right away. Yeah. Well, he, you I guys knew, are challenging he's been, my. He's been wow. brimming to say this. He's been shaking it. <laughs> you guys got to bring up the musical. I could feel you just like, oh, Hunter's going to come out as negative because we've been only talking about Cruz, and he's going to come over the top about anti Hanks. I'm not. I love this. Movie. So you were the were Holly. you the friend? I uh, auditioned. That, for being first the of all, that's mean because that guy is <laughs> that's really mean to ask <laughs> to assume that guy is awesome. <laughs> I here's the thing that kid rocks. I I did audition for the role of Billy. I did not get the role of Billy, unfortunately. Uh, were you were you and young, it is a tender spot, and I don't you, appreciate you bringing that were up. Were you this early young Josh or old Josh? <laughs> Who'd you get? I was just a kid. I was just one of the friends. There's, there. It's an expanded oh. cast in the musical. Oh man! I uh, don't worry. I have a. 
I wasn't expecting to get into this right now. I You're the up, one that brought it up. <laughs> I pulled up um, some of the songs I was listening to earlier today. <laughs> Becca, did you know that there was a big musical, by the way? I did. I was going to bring this up as well because I auditioned for a production of wow. uh, Beauty and the Beast in college with the song that the mom sings because I really wanted to be Mrs. Potts. And I thought that that, that gave off the correct vibe. That's so that cool. Rules. Okay. I did not get that party. <laughs> so, hey, so we're just out here. We're struggling. We're trying our best. Um, Wait, what is the song that the mom sings? Is it? I am it's horrified. Stop time. I guess it's like, like watching this movie. I hadn't seen it in a really long time when I did that song. And like the context of the song, I think she's probably just like really missing her son that she thinks has been kidnapped. It's a tragic tale. <laughs> it's very know. sad. Yeah, it's like it's like a where are you Christmas type of. Yeah, vibe. basically. That's it's, awesome. <laughs> it's the defying gravity. Okay, the we, big the musical I, yeah, soundtrack. I, I thought it would be I, more of like a get the fuck away from me, you <laughs> fucking weird old man. No, please don't kill me. It. I don't I never had I didn't have a chance to re-listen through all of the music of Big the Musical. It's not very good from what I heard. Uh shouts out to the UK recorded uh production of Big the Musical. It's on Spotify that I listened to beforehand. But I did find the song that I auditioned for the role of Billy by singing. And I just have to read an excerpt of the lyrics that are on here. The song is called It's Time. It is the big opening second act song of uh Big the Musical. And uh Billy's solo is Time to hang with the gang out at the mall, but my best friend still didn't call. Whoa. All the plans we made are in the crapper. I'm so pissed. I'm talking like a rapper. Chew on this. I'm pissed because you dissed me. It was time to come home, but you dismissed me. Look at me. Nothing's worse crap than a little white Polish boy from Jersey talking rap. Wow. What the and that was what I auditioned with on stage. There was none of this <laughs> this strange this energy. Yeah, there this element was wow. not in the movie. And everybody in the course like, it's time. So this won the it's Tony, time. right? Yeah. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> the movie has no mention God. of his ethnicity. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't you didn't look at billy in this movie you're like god that's definitely a pole i mean i def- <laughs> that's definitely listen, a jersey i did pole. think that however they didn't say anything about it they definitely that's just they a, took some liberties with the musical is what i'm saying that's just that's like a low effort uh adaptation we vibe. we got to put a pin on this musical tie i did not <laughs> oh, think I, that we were gonna I get i actually think into- we can we can just end it and move on entirely if you're cool with that <laughs> i wanted to if you have any other musical thoughts becca feel free to chime in but i wanted to to throw i don't it over know to anything you. about it beyond the one song <laughs> that i sang a 16 bar cut from okay so that's enough i wanted so we're fine. i wanted you to to kind of start us off here with um well first of all if people don't know you were previously on our robin williams wrap-up episode which was not centered on a specific movie we were kind of just celebrating uh the end of the series along with your achievement of watching every single Robin Williams movie. But now we get to talk about an actual movie, a Tom Hanks movie, full review episode. So just tell us a little bit about why you chose this movie from the list um, and some thoughts on Mr. Hanks. It's our first Hanks of the series. Big deal. I know. I'm like excited to be here for the first Hanks. Um, I like Tom Hanks fine. In recent years, I've not been a fan. <laughs> But there's something really charming about old Tom Hanks, and I really don't like Tom Cruise. So that's mostly why I uh, ended up here. 
See, I, I, uh, but just like as an actor, you like love him as a person, right? <laughs> and specifically like any like religious or spiritual beliefs, you like really empathize with the Tom Cruise, yeah, persona. definitely, yeah, okay, cool. That's and I'm think. not gonna elaborate on that because I enjoy my life and I don't want to like lose it very quickly, yeah, yeah, honestly, yeah, we, we're gonna get we, fucking, we're gonna get Miss Cabbage on us. We all see, uh, we all see Tom Cruise every year, once a year when he gives us our Christmas present, which is a copy of Diagenics. <laughs> He's our father <laughs> and we love him. It, I just, he just shakes our hand firmly and says, keep trying kid. I originally campaigned when we were like deciding who to do after cage. I campaigned really hard against Cruz. Yeah. More than I campaigned for anyone. I just, I didn't find him uh, varied enough. I still think that he lacks a, an amount of range. However, the first three movies of Cruz. I I've enjoyed watching like I've enjoyed seeing like the They're great movies. Yeah. The evolution of him. It's you know, but it is this is a perfect movie to be introduced to Hanks just the same way that those three are great to be introduced to Cruz because like those are all extremely intense, focused, uh, like energetic roles that you could only really imagine him playing. I couldn't I couldn't put another motherfucker in this role. I, I mean, know. he's mm -hmm. he is so he's so cute. He, Did you by any chance see the list of all the people that they tried to put in this role? Oh, could you could you tell me? Because it is fucking insane. I know about the big initially, one that they did cast in there, or like initially it was supposed to be a Steven Spielberg Harrison Ford combo. What? Yeah, I don't know apparently so. He's too John old. Travolta so wanted to do it, and they did not want John Travolta. Like the studio did <laughs> that, not want Travolta. That's to do that's, it. that's lame because I think he's actually he can be fun, and I think maybe he could be fun. I could have seen Travolta in this. Harrison Ford, like you too can't. Old. You, well, also like he has too that much been swag. Such a different movie. Like Harrison Ford is like he too, doesn't have he doesn't have too much. He's surly. Like well, yeah. even in the seventies, he was playing like a gruff guy, yeah. like a guy who was like. Oh, so he would like, have been oh. aged up to like another 10 years older than what Hanks is playing this movie at like 30. He's playing 40. But also, I don't know. There's something that's too sexy about Harrison Ford where Tom Hanks isn't sexy in this movie. But, but like, he is cute. He's got that. He's got that cutie pie-ness to him. He's ex he's just he's a sweetheart. He he plays. And I mean, and this continues, especially through his magic run of like the eight, late 80s, early or, you know, all 90s. Uh, he plays roles with an emotional honesty and like a vulnerability that really, really fucking suits this part because a lot of actors trying to play a kid overdo it. Um, that's that's an extremely common thread across this like little subgenre yeah. of movie. Yeah. Some, some. How do you think Gary Busey would have done it? <laughs> was he? Was it him? Was he? He. Well, there's yes. a big list. I'm he looking at the, the list now. This is a crazy. Andy Garcia list. was also in the running, but there was like a race disagreement like <laughs> you didn't want to cast him oh well then i i was <laughs> gonna that. andy garcia is he like fun this it has to be someone fun and, uh, andy garcia no. i don't hate i like that more than gary Busey. yeah all of these people yeah, that's the, terrifying the big one that i saw was de niro yeah de niro was de niro, i think landed the role yeah. with elizabeth perkins and dropped out so then it went to tom hanks after after the fact yeah because it was hell? it was a money thing because it was he wanted six million dollars and they're like we won't give you more than two and then tom hanks agreed to do it for two and we i mean and we we sort of got into in our our intro episode how tom hanks his career was extremely winding and like non-standard for someone who becomes that successful he had no pedigree as an actor he but like, at this i mean this is everything up until this point you could say is kind of non-standard but i think 
this really just is yeah, the this, fucking rocket This is shit. the one. But that's, he gets an Oscar nomination I, off well, of this movie. That's why I was so impressed watching it is because this is a guy who like he never acted really seriously until like college and like post college. He's just doing like regional theater bullshit. And then, he you know, he lands a few movie roles, yada, yada. He's he's fully ready to go in this movie. It's like it's he's an like, amazing. He is a thousand percent perfect in this movie. I It's one of my favorite performances I've seen in years. Um, not, you know, I wish I had seen this movie earlier, but holy smokes. Yeah, he he really I feel like the biggest, if not like the only reason that this movie works is because of just like his charm and everything that he brings to the role. Yeah, because it shouldn't uh, work in several ways. <laughs> it's absolutely horrifying. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it is kind really of a terrifying it. scenario. <laughs> it is. And it's, you know, it's generally absurd, but like. He he has to play an extremely fine line because the script puts him in a really tough spot where he has to be. Obviously, things are heightened and it's an absurd world and it's like silly. So like there's an amount of, you know, excusability in terms of people buying that he's an adult or, you know, people buying him as like a professional or buying him as a romantic interest, especially. Yeah. And you buy an amount of all that. Obviously, it's pretty absurd that Elizabeth Perkins is so interested in him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but one night with him in his toy filled lofts and she's a completely different person and he's like he's an adult and, it, and you're like i don't what is that his, your takeaway that his, you're uh, here? in the bunk bed he's like wow he didn't even try to sleep with me i guess i love you. him Bro, this guy's different <laughs> yeah she's I, she's only loose in her brain on the train i have a lot of thoughts like what what does susan do what is her job there at the toy factory? It's a, it's a toy. I mean, what does she do? Because what is even, anyone's even job? Even Paul makes a comment about just like, ah, oh, you were hooking up with this guy and then you hook up with this guy. And now you were hooking up with me. Now you get with him. Does she? It's just, just an office. It's just like so stock she just office. Is like, I will go wherever whoever has the best ideas. I will just try to like get with them. Is I mean, that like what they thought about like <laughs> women in an office space role in the eighties? Yeah, in these movies. Like, yeah, I mean honestly, yeah, yeah. That's, that, that's is, that is that is how <laughs> movies that were simple. written, especially by dudes. Is like, yeah, no, she just like she's she's just like desperately horny. I should we. <sighs> Should we have the Millie Bobby Brown conversation now about how, how they look identical, how they look identical? It was like kind of driving me. It was at one point it was almost distracting to me while yeah. watching this movie. That was like that is she looks exactly like Millie. Did Bobby you Brown. Uh, did you notice that at all, Becca? The the fact Elizabeth that Perkins? yeah, yes. <laughs> once once <laughs> Ernest so? once Ernie said it, I was like, oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Because, yeah, I her, guess I could see it. I we my partner and i attempted to watch weeds and after the first season i was like i i cannot do this but <laughs> that was all i was mostly thinking about when i saw her was bitch mom from weeds she was she just in um weeds. i forgot about i've watched like the first two seasons of weeds back in like high school and then i kind of forgot she that she was just yeah. in um the after party season two on apple tv plus and mm -hmm. she's very good in that um okay so this movie big I think this is my favorite movie of this series so far. I loved this movie. I had such a great time watching this movie. I definitely remember watching it as a kid. The 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 piano sequence is just burned into my brain like going into it very much like Rayman gambling in Las Vegas. I went into this movie thinking just about like that, that scene, scene. Mm -hmm. like that is the scene of the movie. And 
incredible scene fucking yeah. holds up so well really like, phenomenal <laughs> unbelievable like it just lights out like kind of banger moment in the movie um but the rest of the movie felt very fresh to me i mean there were moments here and there that i recognize especially the ending the entire like final scene of him kind of turning back into a kid i clearly remember that that's very much in my head. He is going to need so much therapy to unpack. Oh, that unbelievable! <laughs> she's so fucked. Yeah, she's she's like done for life. She's gonna you like drive your into a boyfriend turn into a little boy. <laughs> I know, and she really, she genuinely did a noble job of sort of processing it, like before that point. But watching that, like that's, this, that's it's, gonna fuck you up. It's, man. So, it's the over. amount it's, of therapy I is know. insane. Yeah, she, she's so cooked. I, poor Elizabeth. But yeah, I, I love the vibes of this movie. I think. So far, the 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 Tom movies have had kind of a skewed encapsulation of what the 80s must have been like, like very, I don't know, it, it, Top Gun is just very like polished and, and glossy and then Color of Money and Rain Man just feel like very kind of inside of their own realities of each respective story and not necessarily encapsulating like a time period. I feel like this movie encapsulates this time period in so many ways. Like really I well. loved the look and feel of it, the costume design. I know it has a really well-balanced color palette. Like it's, every, every uh, color pops the way that, I mean, Penny Marshall shot the fuck out of the movie. It's like she unbelievable. did, a, she, she directed the, sh- the shit out of this because also the, one thing that has to work really well is the fact that we are being sprung into this new reality of him being big really quickly in the movie. Like we we breeze past so much really intensely yeah, we, we heavy get to it. plot and you're there's a good chance that the audience could be left behind when that happens in, in a screenplay. And she directs it so breezily, almost montage style, but it's sort of held together just enough. Uh, it all just works. Well, do you know who the cinematographer is for this movie? Tell me. Our boy, Barry Sonnenfeld. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, the guy who made Adam's Family and the Men in Black movies and, of course, Wild Wild West. He directed RV, didn't he? He sure did. he directed RV. Yeah. He's the guy on the the side of the RV. Let's go. Uh, So Barry Sonnenfeld, actually, he is also worked with Penny Marshall and, like, shot the shit out of this movie. I know. The look of this movie is Phenomenal. phenomenal. It's so good. I, the vibes, the, the vibes, vibes are very well calibrated. It's a hard tone. I will to say, get. I don't know if this is my favorite of the movies that we've talked about before, but I do think that Tom Hanks might have the best performance of any of the movies he is so far. Cooking. It's almost at a point where the movie, like, it, I almost was thinking this while I was watching the movie about if he should have become like lost some of the boyishness because in some of the scenes they're like conflicting scenes earlier they're the like more adult you've changed yeah. you're not the same anymore it's like I, he still kind of seems like the same goober yeah. dude like he like still has great that, balance. that level of boyishness which in doing research of this apparently I don't know how true this is this is just a IMDB trivia fact that Penny Marshall shot every scene uh, with the boy playing Josh and then had Tom Cruise or Tom Hanks watch how the boy acted and then try to mimic him in mm-hmm. those scenes, which mm-hmm. is phenomenal. That's such like a genius idea to be like, I want to capture that boyishness yeah. in here. Well, but it, it, yeah, it's it's just he is approaching. 
he's approaching it in the right way. He's not approaching it in a what would be funny way. He's approaching it in a what would this character actually do way. Yeah. And the because there's an amount of trust there that the script is funny enough, which it is, that it's going to be funny if he approaches, you know, his reactions in a real way. Because the premise is, you know, has an amount of just built in absurdity and irony. Um, the other the other Rama connection, by the way, we got to say Penny did direct Awakenings. Um, yeah. Oh, so that's we don't. Right. We don't talk about that. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. What what the hell? How does she do? She with these such a the, vibrant. These are the most color palette to just like the most muted and gray nothing movie. Well, let's I've ever let's seen. let's. Uh, she got De Niro though. She finally got. She it. got yeah. There you let's go. Let's table let's table Penny for a second. Let's stay on Tom for a second. Becca, thoughts on Tom Hanks's performance in this movie and and just the movie as a whole. I think it's it's one of those movies that kind of hinges on the lead performance right yeah i love it i think it's great i like i hadn't seen this movie in a hot minute before i watched it for this and there were so many moments that were like still so strong in my brain obviously like the piano scene the scene where he eats the caviar mm-hmm. burned it yeah. into my brain like that is such a <laughs> eating yeah. beluga yeah, like, he's like gagging yeah he's like shoving a napkin in his mouth and she's like do you want to go have sex <laughs> If only it were that easy. <laughs> she she is so horny in this I, movie. I kind of can't believe it's, <laughs> it's unbelievable. It's like Susan, I need you to fucking keep it in your pants, okay? I need you to calm she's it down. She's never here a met a met a man that she's never is met so in tune with his inner child. <laughs> the most quirked up man. Um, it's it's just I don't know. It's phenomenal what he done in this movie. I I, th- think- I agree with you earnest that it's it's the best we've seen so far and i love Cruise and rain man so much but i will say that like i i think that even outside of like because of course like when you watch big and you talk about kind of the boyishness and what hanks is doing in the role it's easy to see like kind of the fun and the whimsical scenes the fao short scene and stuff like that but really i had to write it down because i think it's the moment that kind of unlocks tom hanks as an actor is in the one that takes place in the shitty little motel yes. that he goes in yes where he goes in there and uh, it has that feeling that's of the oscar nomination you are a boy and you're like trapped like alone in this foreign place and you don't know what to do and like you were so crying. scared yeah, that and was incredible he like starts with him just like locking the door and then running over deadlocking going back pushing the dresser in front and then just kind of like curling up under a pillow and sobbing himself to sleep it's so good it's so so good and then like two weeks later he's kicking his feet on the bed eating oreos (laughs) (laughs) well you know such a what is the timeline of this story boys kind of suck there's apparently it all takes place in six six weeks weeks? that's what i thought yeah yeah. which is what (laughs) which is awesome i mean that and when that's why we have to just like rocket through that first act like we're we're jetting through and it's it should be really jarring. And that's why that's why I think this movie is like truly has like like, you know, movie magic in it, because you should be bumping on a lot of shit in that yeah. first act. Like you should be he uh, the kid, obviously, you know, he goes to Carnival, wishes big, become big. Um, He is immediately he's not like, OK with it, but he immediately completely understands with and accepts that reality. Like he he does not have he he has maybe a half second of like what and then he's like oh yeah it's because of last night that i wish i was big yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, he's 13 
Like, that's not how shit go. You know what I mean? Like, you would be, like, losing your shit. Like, what in the fuck is going on right now? Right. But he's like, oh, yeah. And he immediately just jumps into action. Like, he doesn't, like, hide in his room for a day. He he goes downstairs. You know, he sneaks off. Um, He tries to talk to his mom. And then uh, immediately goes to town with his... Well, he finds his friend, which is a fun little sequence in the with the gym class. I love this little kid. Yeah, he does Billy, a great job. Billy, oh my goodness, Billy's the best. I really, I think he's phenomenal. I think he's given a lot of great lines, but he's he's delivering. Did anyone clock like the the minute where we get Tom Hanks on screen? Because it's got to be like pretty early on. Yeah, you would think it would be later because a lot of movies would make the mistake of like you know giving the kid a ton of time i mean it's we really just, like it's like the third scene is whenever they're yeah, at the I'll, carnival because i'm gonna pull it up on on good old yeah, I, plus I, i'm gonna wager that it's not more than like 17 yeah. minutes and yeah because it's, uh, it's it's him yeah. getting ready in the morning it's him meeting up with billy outside and billy like talking bras uh and then like going home <laughs> <laughs> it's a great <laughs> intro like bras and this it's it's a, it's so funny. It's so it's so like teenage boy, thirteen brain. year old. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's when really he just funny. stares at her butt when she's leaning over the desk, I was like, oh god, what are we doing? Here? <laughs> What's going on? I but then, I almost wonder if they like had sex and she went to take it off and he was like, no, don't. <laughs> I don't want to see eleven eleven minutes. 11 minutes and 30 seconds wow. is the so, intro. So yeah, that's fucking Thanks. insane. Like that's so fast. Yeah. But but I mean, they're right to do that. And it, right. you know, that comes down to writing, directing and editing. But it's like we just need to know this kid long enough to know get a vibe of him, uh know who his immediate family and friends are and know what he wants right. to be big. And 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 it's I think there's a certain the the premise the fantasy premise movie of a certain era is something that doesn't exist anymore i talked about this during our intro to the series when i watched splash splash is guy falls in love with mermaid like that's that's the fantasy premise it doesn't get overly complicated than that big i think is a insanely better movie than splash but it's a similar scenario where it's just like magic coin machine make boy adult and we don't have to know anything yeah. other than that we're just content with that yeah, well, that level of of explanation it, because now in in the 21st century you would get an entire backstory of what that machine you would get a disney plus original series you're having like a, about a, Everything uh, leading up to the machine being in that carnival. A 90 minute YouTube explainer of the laws of this universe and what what he carried over. From yeah. His and all the Easter eggs and, and everything. I, yeah. And and like FAO Schwartz, like prequel series and <laughs> the meaning. Are you saying you wouldn't watch like at least one episode of a Zoltar Speaks Oh, I will. I, well, I absolutely. I'm just people not learning to be specific with their manifestations and just having like yeah. the worst things. The monkey paw curling could be either, constantly. Like, it'd be so funny if it was an anthology show because you could have one episode that's just like very whoa and like zany, and then one that's like very dark and like dramatic. I want one with like an 80 year old man who's just like, I wish I was small, and he just becomes like a little boy who's just like doing the New York Times crossword and like second grade. He's he Benjamin like, Button. Yeah. <laughs> just becomes Benjamin Button. <laughs> That's what I'm looking yeah. for. It, I would Can watch go the other way. I would watch this the spinoff about the skyscraper robot. I 
have so many thoughts about skyscraper transformers. I want to watch. Yeah, my boy Paul. I want to watch here show, taking L's. Yeah, I want to watch a show about John Hurd's next job. <laughs> <laughs> really interesting stuff there. Does he get canned? I think he probably like he sucks. And he sticks around. Well, fucking stinks. We have no I don't idea. Know, the movie no. ends before you know anything. We don't even know if like uh, choose your own adventure comics actually oh, become a, a thing or beat. not. Yeah, um, honestly. Tom Guy just like let Susan like go fail. Like she's just he's just totally setting her up to bomb. Yeah, right but guess there. what? Yeah, there's no way she came back into the meeting room after that. Yeah, no. but she now she's the only one who knows anything about this idea that you right. know because bro is uh, a child now. Right. So generally, well, she did say call me in ten years though. So right. the even like even the fact that this you know happens in the eighties and there's an amount of sort of you know suspension of disbelief that we just accept this reality i think even then they're like the pacing of this movie just deserves so much credit because yeah. there are movies from back then that make the same mistake where like like if i were writing this movie there's no way i would yada yada all that stuff be you know it, because there's a lot of juicy stuff you could put in there of, you know it could be like a half hour 45 minutes of him still in his hometown yeah how you could have a whole carnival sequence with all the it's friends so, you have like, to be yeah. so ballsy to have him like being successful at a job in like the second act <laughs> like that's fucking crazy. he's already got very important papers well still and that's why i want to give a lot of credit to the script which was originally written by gary ross who had a very strange and interesting uh writing career and also ann spielberg uh got writing credit on it it's just it's so interesting to me and i think i think a lot of it the reason that that stuff is passable is because there's so much honesty in just the way that these kids are acting from moment to moment, the way that Hanks is in particular. But like when they're a, a really, really great example of like sort of, I, I guess, like in the moment, emotional intelligence or just like like these characters acting how they actually would is when they're at the bank and they're cashing the check <laughs> and like they step away. Yeah. And they when they step away, it's like, you know, 187 bucks. The the way that they decide to get the money isn't cartoonishly funny it's literally what two kids would do yeah they, they would say three dimes a hundred dollar bill because they just want to have a hundred dollar bill at 87 and 87 ones because months. everything they've ever bought has been with ones yeah they can't imagine the way it. he screams 187 dollars <laughs> when he gets that yeah. check too it's pure gold he's he's really good at like pushing that boundary of like what would be acceptable in a social situation you know, no one no one is really that freaked out about the way he's behaving. They might be like a little bit weirded out, but it's not like ever it, it, so jarring yeah. that it breaks the reality. But you're clearly seeing a child. Yeah, it has yeah. like it It has like almost a peewee feel to it, you know, like in peewee's big adventure where it's just like the people he comes across are more grounded than him, but they're still heightened because they have to accept him. Yeah as well, real and what so, was the comp you made last <laughs> night with the peewee this is really good when they're when when he's on the trampoline and he's like he's laying down he's like come on jump <laughs> um that's that's if patrick bateman was peewee Herman. <laughs> christian so, bale is peewee uh but yeah it's just I don't know. It, it's just strikes a really special balance to me in general. This movie. This yeah, movie I feel like to your point on the the honesty, like the way that characters react to him too, is very real. Like that scene with the mom when she first sees this man in her house that's claiming to be her oh. son. Like she she never has that moment where she pauses and is like, 
it is you, my boy. Like the whole time, she's just like, get the fuck out of my house. Be so scared. And the scene with Susan towards the end too, where she he like tries to tell her, and she obviously takes it as something completely different because why would she be like oh yeah I, I completely understand what you're trying to say yeah and of course the only person who does believe him is his friend is another child because he's like if i do a if yeah. i do a dance that's our little dance then you'll know that it's me because mm-hmm. nobody yeah. else could and know that's how dance. billy gets kidnapped <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the entire like horror movie that's playing out in parallel to this movie of a child that's been abducted and his mother that's like given up hope of ever finding him <laughs> as the as the weeks turn into months. Yeah, that just blew my mind because, you know, you could easily with just a couple tweaks, this movie would just be a horror movie. That's that's something that's, I think, so kind of special about um, about comedies. A lot of times is if you have a, a crazy scenario. It could also just be a horror movie scenario. That's, I mean, that's the whole reason why comedy writers go on to make great horror movies yeah, and horror Jordan movies. Peele. Make, yeah, it's the. Yeah. I I did bump a little bit on like, all right, where's dad? Like, we see dad for one scene at the carnival, and then he just disappears. You where you start to wonder, like, is there even a dad? <laughs> And this mom is just dealing with the situation on her own. And yeah, was there some shit cut out there? Also, uh, Billy's parents just absolutely stink. The, he is running wild. <laughs> I, yeah, well, he is. Billy seems like a little shit. Okay, he's like first, like day one, he's like, I'm stole three hundred dollars from my dad's sock drawer. Like, it's <laughs> just day one. Billy's like definitely like stolen cigarettes. I mean, you know what they say about Polish kids? No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what they say about Polish <laughs> what kids. What do they say about Polish kids? It takes a lot um, of them to screw in a light bulb. I don't know. Uh, no, I I will say going back a little bit, talking about like how the brevity in this movie and its exceptional pacing, even in the little moments, it still finds a way to just be like so incredible and beautiful. Uh, and like, uh, what comes to mind specifically is the carnival scene. The scene, carnival scene is what like, two minutes or something like that but that carnival scene was burned into my brain Uh, not even just like the zoltar of it but trying to go up to the girl and like get up on there listen i as a as a short king just like our boy young josh over there as someone who had to stuff uh construction paper in my tennis shoes to ride rides in order to add that extra half an inch uh my short people out there know what i'm talking about um I, I feel for his pain, dude. But that scene yeah. was like burned into my mind. And then you just see somebody else who like had a growth spurt before you. And you're like, ah, yeah, you're God, like, oh, I'm fucked. like, yeah, I'm cute. I'm not yeah. hot. The I will fact never that her the only criteria to be dating that man he is that he drives. Yeah. So also, OK, this fucking guy is so he's what, 16, like prowling the middle school for for girls. Yeah, they exist early. I mean, <laughs> You know, yeah, that's that. You know, I but I agree, though, like I I was I was like always extremely short, especially. And if you had asked me at age 12 or 13, especially like for one wish, I would have been like, I just want to be tall enough to date girls (laughs) (laughs) to ride the roller. That's what he should have said. I know. See, this is why. Guys, fellas, let this be a lesson out there to you. Be, be specific. King. Be specific with your manifestations. I thought you said be be happy with being a short king. We'll also be happy with being a short king. Yes. Yeah. Don't ride that ride. It's not good enough for you. 
I don't know. That ride looked pretty fun. Did. They ride it at I, the those end. Those circle so rides make me so, so sick. Yeah. Mm. I, I hard And I can hang on, on a roller coaster, but those make me so sick. Carnival so roller coasters are a different fun. breed. You know, well, which which one were they trying to go on? It's the one where you just go in a circle. Oh, because they ride the roller coaster. Once he's Tom Hanks and he goes with Elizabeth Perkins to the to the carnival, they go on the roller coaster. That's a good moment. I do have a take about anything that can be built and taken down within a day. Don't I'm trust. Good. I'm good on that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like that's just <laughs> I'll pass. Hey, man, the thrill it's, of it's going the final on. destination of it all for me. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Is there a final destination in a carnival? I've never seen the any of those. The third one begins with a roller coaster. Yeah, the roller coaster. Okay. They great, might great well roller coaster be, scene. really. <laughs> That'll be a good one to put on at a party soon. Just vibing. That's why I never drive behind a truck with logs on it either. Yes. Mm -hmm. I haven't seen those movies, but I know that you're not supposed to do that because of those movies. That's just something (laughs) in the air that I know. Don't use a tanning bed. Don't take a shower. Don't (laughs) don't take a gym. (laughs) So, um, so Hanks, uh, gets a job pretty quickly at this toy company. I can we talk about my boy uh, Robert Robert Logia Logia Logia. the boss man in love with he genuinely yeah the way he'd be looking at him during those meetings yeah a little saucy he really is he's listen everybody's trying to fuck Tom in this movie Mm -hmm. everybody just wants everyone's amazed at how boyish he is he's just had so much energy he's like a child R.I.P. to Robert Logia um I saw him and I haven't seen this movie in many years i used to watch this movie all the time growing up but i had not seen this movie On since VHS. watching uh david lynch's lost highway mm. and so i was just like oh my god that's dick laurent <laughs> like a very very different character that he is playing in this movie uh he absolutely rules he's so in, lovable in the fao short scene is just like the way that he is it's like him talking to his nephew or something like that walking around the store with him but he's treating him with the same like uh respect that you would just another partner yeah because he's still he's still sort of online he's like i definitely like this guy there's something different about him however i still think he's weird he's yeah. the guy who got into he got into the toy business for the right reasons facts and it's then, like very they came together oh i said that when we were watching it it's candy systems and research <laughs> i i love the through line of josh making every character rediscover their inner child uh-huh. like that is yeah. such a cool aspect of this story that uh-huh. i feel like the tone of it it just it just it it landed really well Whoa. with me when i go on letterbox and i look up this movie there's a lot of like three and a half star reviews that are like taking down the problematic aspects of the movie the you know pedophilic tendencies of some of the characters but i didn't really like bump on that watching the movie because there is such a heart to it there's like this this nice beating emotional core to this movie yeah there's a difference between like really being bothered by something and acknowledging oh they they definitely wouldn't fuck if they made this today (laughs) you know because that's what i was thinking is just like oh you would have to approach this differently yeah absolutely um but it also but it would be more serious well this no, movie's not very serious yeah and it also just you know it just i don't know it has a, a strange they way also never like ex- he's never like wow that was some banger sex last night <laughs> right. they never <laughs> come out and say it it's just heavily implied which i feel like also maybe is it a pass you're right and um i don't know no it's it- that's a crazy scene that is i was like screaming watching that scene <laughs> and i don't know i think that 
they knew what they were doing back then. It's not like this shit was just acceptable back then. They knew that they were playing around in some questionable areas. And I think that Penny does a really good job of kind of I know towing that it, line. Well, and also it's not like it, like it's fully it's not. I guess it is like it, like in an objective way, it's fully excusable because he's just an adult man externally. He's Tom like, Hanks. Yeah. There's there's no way on earth for her to be like, were you turned into an adult with a Zoltar machine? <laughs> I hold on. I need to ask. Is this, this a big scenario before, right now? Yeah, before we before we fuck. Did you get bigged? <laughs> I asked that before every date uh, just to be safe. You got I will it. I mean, say, these days. I will say Joe Biden's I think- America. <laughs> I was saying last night that that's how I actually dump all my girlfriends. Yeah, you I, tell them you're. A I try to. Boy. I try to convince them that I am. I'm seven. That I'm a little boy. I. <laughs> there has to be at least one guy who tried to use the big excuse. He's like, I actually am a little boy. I'm a little um, baby. No, I will say. So I need you guys to weigh on this, but I think that Susan is more in the right after. Uh, definitely having sex with Josh in this movie than Fran Drescher is for trying to have sex with Jack in the film Jack. <laughs> Correct. Because everyone knows what's up with Jack. Yeah. Everyone knows his deal. Exactly. Mm-hmm. She could be like, oh, I didn't know he was one of the boys, but she knew. I, yeah. She and then knew. in big, she's That's just like hearing it like in also, general, just Robin Williams and Fran Drescher is yeah. a lot more horrifying. Curse. Than That's, this one yeah. The fucking odors that are coming out of that is ew, just I'm, I'm not vibing. I, I want to be in there. She was mistress <laughs> in another movie it. too. She was his mistress in um in the movie Cadillac Man. What the fuck? Man, and moves around. It was very unpleasant. Many Fran series up in here. <laughs> Bless you for watching yeah. Cadillac Man. We'll in watch addition to Jack. Do you it recommend was, that it one? Was awful. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, please do not watch it. Jack had to come up at some point because between Jack and Hook, uh, Robin kind of had the market cornered a little bit and uh, like playing boy yeah <laughs> but him playing boy is i mean the inner inner child love robin but his version of an inner child is so drastically different from this even jumanji is a little bit of that because he is a boy yeah. that's just trapped in old man body right, he got right. old so like it's kind of doing that but tom hanks what he is doing of playing the boyishness is just on another plane in existence because yeah like you mentioned earlier you never not, cringe at it yeah well it's not but if you the do it, if you do cringe because there are some moments where i kind of cringe but it was not because of his performance no, it's on purpose exactly. It, it's it, exactly yeah. it's because you're supposed to be cringing but like even yeah uh, it's not it's another thing that isn't necessarily like a big bigger flashier zany but it's uh whenever uh susan asks him like what do you think of me like what are we doing here and the way that tom plays it is he gets like so bashful and like like puts his like hand on his face like he's like what do they think of that you? is an incredible moment that's and, so good me man. and Ernest like, that both is in unbelievable. that that take of his the way his face contorts we we both literally like had our mouths yeah like, we were like he's so that good. is that is a movie star moment what did you think of that scene becca because that's one of my favorites it makes me tee a little bit. <laughs> yeah, it does. It's it's so cute. The way he, so bashful. He just immediately like 
it, it is the way that a kid would react, but also it's it's effective for an adult in in such a manner that he does flip like like she is no longer upset with him after that. Yeah. And then he starts he like doesn't throwing even shit give her at a straight her. Answer. He just like yeah. does a cute little face He's and like, takes her to the ground. How can you not? It's <laughs> so good. Well, and that that generally speaks toward one of the funnest parts of the movie, which is, again, a, a great screenwriting choice. It's like, let's make this kid like pretty effective, like like he immediately kind of accepts that he's an adult and he sort of gets to work on figuring out what to do about it. And like, he's, he's really good at his job. He's not, he's not anxious in a way that a child might be about like saying his opinion to adults. Um, and there are children like that. It's just like, that's a smart way to make things move really quick in this fucking movie. It's like, he is not, uh, he's not abashed in in ways that kids can be. Or in the way that, Adults can be adults afraid to speak their mind because they're in a big executive board yeah, meeting. Or, or they're whatever. so they're so obsessed with focus groups yeah. and numbers. Like yeah. John Heard. What is a marketing and report? Racketball. Fuck Paul, bro. <laughs> I always ask myself, what is a marketing report? <laughs> exactly. Paul, the Paul, the choice for Paul to make a skyscraper as a toy is so it's fucking so funny. Cool. It's so like businessman. <laughs> and then and then and then Hanks is like, what if it was like a, I don't know, bug? Oh, bug. And everyone's like, like bug, write that down, write that down. God, this guy's a fucking genius. That is so fucking funny. Like, what a great scene. Everyone barking on their hands and knees in the boardroom because he just essentially reminded them what little boys like. Yeah, they're like, a bug? They're like, you know what? We're going to give you the exec suite and your job is toys. You just play with toys all day long. Yeah. It, it's yeah. so cool. Th- that's why it's funny, like, the third act, like, conflict, I guess, if you want to say that, of, like, Billy coming back and being like, hey, we can turn you into a kid again. And he's like, no, I have important meetings and I'm businessman now. It That's the only part that, like, kind of feels out of nowhere because it's like, well, he's still the same boy. Like, I'm seeing scene to scene. Like, he is not... It's not like he, like, stopped playing with toys and is now just, like, making financial reports and setting up business meetings. It's just, more than it's anything, it just, like, it, it made me upset that he's like already better at being an adult than i am <laughs> like really quickly he's so quickly yeah he's just well, if he had been really good at being an adult he would have like before he turned back into a kid sold all of his shit and then like set his money aside for himself oh my he god up. he just left that apartment he left untouched sweet sweet apartment he probably left that white elvis suit somewhere that apartment did Listen, not vet him properly I, that looked like the same apartment that kendall buys cousin greg <laughs> Listen, in, in the 80s you just like there was no such thing as a background check in the late 80s in new york 80s, it was just yeah, like 80s new york yeah, you clearly. can pay cash it was like fine his just- social security number is illegitimate probably <laughs> <laughs> and they're like ah we just get that number and make sure you got well, one this like, is a story about it's like whenever like you have a you apply for a job and they say it they drug test but it's they don't actually it's, drug test. it's just to yeah, say that that's to, to yeah meet people it's, out. i mean this movie is about white privilege that's, yeah, that's what I, that, it is. Yeah, I yeah. I, I kept saying, like, especially during those scenes, I kept saying, watch whiteness work. Yeah. Because it's just he's just it's a lot. It Here reminds, you go. Here's a job. Here's a house. Well, and it, it it reminds me a lot of being there. Parentheses yeah. 1974. Um Who is it? Did you say Emilio Estevez was the one who Andy was, Garcia? No, Andy Garcia was. You know, either yeah. there is a lot of Chauncey oh, yeah, there's in a, this. There's movie. a ton of it because yeah. he just he just looks at people with a blank face and they just project whatever they want onto him. And right. he and he's 
the thing is Chauncey is the falling up like yeah, yeah and the, well and Chauncey is also like like stupider than this kid is like waste you know what i mean like he's he's incapable well, of stringing together like coherent thoughts and like this kid is actually really smart for a kid i think what the difference is a little bit is in being there the genius of that movie is it's actually that uh chauncey is just the ultimate blank slate and people just want to project all of their ideas on there and there's a little bit of that in this movie but it's more so that people want to project their inner child onto them yeah as opposed to like it does and like well and and uh, you know it's a good there's a good mix of like people being sort of too distracted to realize that he's he's like not just a weird guy like he's a child you know like when he meets John Lovitz is a good example. Like if, if Lovitz really wanted to think super hard about it, he'd be like, Gen- I need to tell someone that something's <laughs> up with this guy, but he, he, you know, he doesn't give a fuck and he's just like working his job. And then the way that he gets hired in the first place is like, he's in the interview room. If he had just had a normal, like a, an interview without being interrupted by Elizabeth Perkins walking in, he's not getting that job, but she comes in and interrupts like at a crucial moment. And then afterward, the, the uh, president's just like, all right, uh, you know, when can you start? Like, it's <laughs> let's get this over. Yeah, people are just distracted. Uh, Becca, have you ever seen Being There? Seventies movie. Uh, huge recommend. It's I, It's one of my favorite movies ever. I cannot recommend it enough. It's from the seventies. It's uh, Peter Sellers, directed by Hal, Hal Ashby. Ashby. Um, yeah, a lot of parallels here with basically just kind of not not a child, but like a simple-minded man that everyone lifts up into a higher status yeah you know and and increasingly gains more power and recognition so um the the biggest comparison because there's like a little subgenre of this type of movie obviously 13 Um, going on 30 yeah that that is the most obvious comp and then 17 again 17 again which is just really the most brutal like pairing of guys who look nothing alike you know you know this one becca zach efron and uh of course what's the guy what's the i Matt, saw that in matthew theaters Perry. it's matthew, matthew perry let's go let's go dude um and I, it, it just that that movie didn't particularly work for me um oh no, really it's, it's bad i know i'm i'm dropping just for you just for you i'm dropping takes here it wasn't best of 2009 yeah. material for so for that reason i give it Drew. four and a half stars out of five no um <laughs> It just it, there there are those movies, and then there are movies where like even like Freaky Friday, you know, where like yeah, you, you get the you get the fun premise where like you're not going in necessarily for the premise, but you're going in for like oh my god, Jamie Lee Curtis is is like playing His a teenager. Kid, yeah. yeah. By the way, that's yeah. that movie is an example of an adult going way over the top playing a teenager to be honest but that's also the way it's written i'm not blaming jamie lee no but that's i mean that those are yeah it is kind of slightly different even i it is basically the same type of thing as freaky friday but a horror movie but came out a couple years ago the movie freaky if you guys mm-hmm. ever saw that the vince vaughn okay. movie i haven't uh, seen it incredible the best vince vaughn has acted since like wedding crashers nice but uh yeah, it's the same type of thing. It's him playing a teenage girl. I think the hardest. Awesome. I think the <laughs> so hardest. Good. The hardest hit right now is on Shazam. Shazam oh, yeah. has been found dead in a ditch. Yeah, see, that's the thing Whoa. is, and it's. I. It, I remember it being sort of a point. I gave it four stars when it came well, out. No, well, no. So there were. I mean, there were articles about this. This was something that. Uh, but just because, like, you really like Zach Levi, like as a person, shut up, and his beliefs. This that's is why you yeah, his vaccine stars. opinions. Like, yeah. Zach Levi was very openly talking about how he, you know, had he walked, looked at big. Yeah, yeah, he looked at big for inspiration because how could you not? And you can see it all yeah. over his performance. I am superhero. I am big, and I. I don't think 
think he's doing a bad job, relatively speaking, in that movie. But it's just, it, you know, it's a world of difference watching fucking Hanks tackle this type of role. And also it's, you know, like we said, with how Penny decided to direct it, it's a better pairing. We're like the kid in Shazam is not animated at all. Oh, and then and then Zachary drag. Levi is like, oh, I'm a kid. <laughs> it's like, you're not that yeah. kid. Zachary Levi's charm feels like very painted on yeah. to me as opposed to Tom Hanks's, which is like, it's just like when you think of a genuine person, like you're yeah. before Elvis, like in the pre Elvis days, your brain would go to Tom Hanks like first. <laughs> He's white. He's white. So the biggest <laughs> comparison of all, though, that that I kept on thinking about while watching this movie is the movie Elf in yes. a million different ways. Yes, that's because right. that is another New Will, York City. Will Ferrell is effectively playing a, a child in an yeah. adult's body in that movie. Um, he, Zoe Deschanel is he has, basically Perkins. he has he has a very strange uh, romantic interest uh, arc in that, that movie like, that kind like, of where you're judging her. Yeah, you're like, it. why are you, what are you seeing right now, girl? Like, you can do better. But and then on top of that, he he sort of yeah he sort of gets everyone around him sort of in touch with like their inner child or with like the spirit of Christmas. Um, it, it it and it also I don't know tonally it it's struck a really similar vibe to me i think the main difference is a obviously he is more outwardly clearly weird because he's wearing elf clothes um <laughs> and b that world like the new york that they build in elf is a lot more cynical and surly mm -hmm. and sort you know what i mean so there's like a sharper contrast when he comes in versus in big like some people are surly and stink and like obviously he's in that dingy apartment in new york and it's really nasty but like there are a lot of characters he encounters that are just waiting to be swept away by him. Yeah. Like the, the president of the company is just immediately taken, right. you know, yeah. he, he doesn't run into the resistance. Um, <laughs> He's I, I, also dressed like every cool young person like now. I know. Yeah. His, his fits, fits are out, out of so control. Hard. They go so Outstanding. hard. There's, he, Tom, Tom Hanks. Yeah. yeah he's, oh, yeah. dude. He's dude. so gangster. I need a, a shop where is the shop where i can get some of these shorts and some of these shirts because i i need them like the patterns are out of control that They're red so complicated. that red jacket oh mm. i okay here's a nice touch he's wearing a giant's shirt mm -hmm. when mm -hmm. he gets big that's pretty cool like that tells me that they thought about oh. every every little detail like when they're walking through the carnival every costume looks like they put thought into it, it yeah the color the fit like it's just I know. perfect it, a lot of it has like in terms of costuming a and the way it's shot especially in the beginning when they're in the hometown and then that main uh theme when they're in the hometown mm -hmm. is so late 80s early 90s the music. shout out sitcom. to our boy howard short it, it's full oh, yeah. it is mm -hmm. complete sitcom uh like canon all of that that song is just straight out of like three's company it's crazy um before we get out of the conversation about like inner child movies i did want to talk about 13 going on 30 real quick because i haven't seen that movie in forever <sighs> have you seen that movie recently becca not recently no no because do does anyone remember if it's a similar scenario or if it's more of like a time travel situation where she fast forwards through her life and becomes her 30 year old self do does anyone remember this there's Can just anyone there's no I way we could ever like find a... this out really quickly right now um <laughs> from what i remember it was just like she like makes a wish and then just wakes up and she's 30 because this is all just to say is mark ruffalo a pedophile 
Like, that's really the no. question here. The okay. movie begins in 1987 and she wakes up okay. in 2004. There we go. That's okay. what I thought. Okay. He's Mark, in the clear. Mark Ruffalo is in Mark the clear, Ruffalo. boys. Good. Because the, we're good. <laughs> because, yeah, otherwise. Congratulations, Mark. Otherwise, his his performance in the post would really not be as effective. You know? He is not in the post. Or then the fucking spotlight. What, literally, what's spotlight. the difference? Shut the fuck no. up. Spotlight is a good movie they and the knew. post is nothing is the difference between those two. Movies. There is a new Mark they knew movie coming out this year. Let's go. And it, it's it's what did they know? What did they know? <laughs> Wait, I don't called, know what they didn't know. Is it called, <laughs> what did they know? Because we already found out that they knew. They knew something. But, but we, we don't know, know what they knew yet. <laughs> so anyway, I, I like that movie is very charming. I remember being tra- it's iconic to a whole different generation. Um, and it's for the girlies, of course. Um, it's just, it's all, it's all just swimming in the wake of, of a big, big, yeah, big slaps. So big was hard. big, big did great. Big, like you said, he gets nominated for best actor in a yeah. fucking comedy. It also, this movie is, I looked, I think it was the fourth or fifth highest grossing movie of the year. Made a hundred and hundred and fourteen million dollars on eighteen mil budget, and wow. it and it fully a listifies. Our boy. Yeah, it's like instant. After yeah. this, instant it's like star status. Yeah. yeah, he's in. Because I'm, I mean, I one thing I clocked um, is just the above the title billing. Like that's you don't see that too much these days. Like what? How old was was Hanks when this movie came out? What? Maybe late twenties, early thirties. He was he was 30. thirty or thirty one, I think. What actors right now? Does does Adam Driver get above the title in Ferrari? Like, I, I don't think so. Adam Driver is 65. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I just seeing that, I was like, this is the movie star moment. This is what this movie is. And obviously, like, um, he was I, 31 with this. Movie. I think Tom, yeah. Tom probably shares split billing with Paul Newman and Dustin Hoffman um if they do i i don't remember if it's above the title but they probably get like a split card i don't think tom gets above the title in top gun i think it's Mm -hmm. a tony scott film top gun then tom cruise because now in maverick he He, gets it's a a tom cruise production tom cruise (laughs) well (laughs) rain man it's double above the bill it's a split it's a split split card Tom Cruise actually in the same year in 88 does get above the title billing in Cocktail, a movie that I just watched. For the oh, first time. okay. So like it is 88 is really both of them becoming. It's, we it's are. Are y'all not doing Cocktail? Stars. We didn't I do cocktail. just watched Cocktail. Howard. You've seen it? Have you time. seen it? <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's thoughts on Cocktail. Let's go. <laughs> I haven't seen it. Sell me on it. Bad. <laughs> That's a word for it. Yeah. What's the case for Cocktail? Oh, I'm not going to make the case for cocktail. It's the first, I will say, the first like 30, 40 minutes of it kind of rule because it feels like it's going to be like just two boys opening a bar, like just being bartenders together. Uh, There's a point where Tom Cruise gets up on top of a bar and like this Coliseum looking bar and he does poetry. Wow. Uh, There's some parts of it that rule. Um, And then they go to uh, Jamaica and it quickly just plummets <laughs> in quality. And Elizabeth Shue, God rest her soul for what happened to her character in that movie. Um, it's abysmal. Um, but yeah, I I think that this is the 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 above the title billing gave me that 
little little light bulb moment of like movie star movie star he's arrived it's time could y'all take a better picture of him for the poster i like the poster you don't like the poster he looks like he's wincing (laughs) (laughs) he does look like he's in a little bit of pain it's painful to be old (laughs) to be big i would no i want the other version of this where he's like ow my fucking back hurts every time that i take (laughs) three steps he's like man my core strength is just gone I don't we know also what happened never here. see him buy new underwear. We only see him buy new clothes. So he might just be in child size underwear the whole time. Oh, that's and I maybe mean, that's why he's making that face. That's why Elizabeth Perkins is so into it. Yeah, uh, he's always <laughs> just packing. <up. laughs> she that just, booty is popping. She also, by the way, deserves so much credit because I I really loved her in this movie. Um, it, and it's a role that's tough because you know if if you are to have issue with anything in this movie, it's like how things really like hone in on the two of them in the third yeah. act um there is you know there is a version of this movie that just you know it it remains more of like a buddy comedy with him and billy because that kid's really great right but like she is she really delivers like in, in an effective way i i really really loved her performance I, I can see why some people bump on it i mean i think there's very obvious things to grab onto and just kind of take this movie down yeah total, of course I, but i just I'm sorry. Me, it, it's like the movies. I, I can't. I can't. Like it was so entertaining. The vibes were just on point with this one, and I think Perkins is instrumental in making sure that the tone does not get derailed because she is able to capture like the tenderness and the reality of the situation too. Because she's not in a different movie. She's not operating mm-hmm. in a different movie where it's just Tom Hanks, the adult. Like, it's still in the reality of Tom Hanks, the child. And she's the only character who has to fully flip on him, like, opinion-wise. At the end. Yeah. yeah, because it's either the boss, who immediately loves him for some reason, or it's John Hurt, who just fucking can't stand him and, like, beats yeah. him up. She she goes, like, the full spectrum, and it all does Forgot feel... he beat him up. Yeah, he beats him over the racquetball court, which is, by the way, really that's, that's a weird scene. <laughs> I don't know. Weird. I don't know if I like that scene. The and music, like, a whole crowd that watches. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> also, that's the in the eighties. The moment people, that's what people did. Yeah, that they was didn't have the internet. <laughs> no, also, like I love how like that is the breaking moment where Susan's like, "Paul, I don't want to be around you anymore. You beat up my friend on the racquetball court. Yeah. <laughs> Here's Beating. all of your stuff." Mm-hmm. Yeah, she had it ready. Yeah. She was just looking for an excuse. <laughs> it was already packed. Um, okay, so any final thoughts before we get to the categories? There's gonna be plenty to talk about the categories, but Becca, any more kind of overall thoughts about the movie, about any of the plot, any of the performances, anything? We're gonna get into the categories. Um no, I mean, I think we've covered most of it. It's super, super charming, super fun. It's it's just like a great time from start to finish. Exactly. Highly agree. Yeah, definitely. very entertaining. Movie. It is. This is a this is a movie that uh, Blake Snyder brings up a lot in Save the Cat, oh, which makes perfect sense considering that guy wrote Blank Check, which is just like a way worse <laughs> version of this movie, like a literal wish fulfillment. You know what I mean? Um that said this that's my main takeaway from this movie is like what a picture perfect way to write this type of script like my god they did it and then 
you know, whether it, I, it's crazy that there was such a long list of dudes and they all just sound so insanely wrong for yeah. the part because yeah, I also really can't imagine this movie with any other person on earth. Like I, and I've said that once or twice, I, I think in Rain Man, I don't know who's playing Cruz's part, but in this movie, like if this isn't Tom Hanks, I think that this movie might be just bad. Yeah, like, it really needs to be Tom Hanks. It could be Awakenings, <laughs> which, by the way, you know, some of the other Penny Marshall movies. Um, We're going to talk about one of them. The Preacher's Wife, Renaissance Man, Jumping Jack Flash, A League of Their Own, which we'll cover. And uh, Riding in Cars with Boys. Starring enemy of SAG-AFTRA picket line, Drew Barrymore. No. Oh, God. We were if she just... would have waited just two days. You know what sucks <laughs> is that like we we didn't announce it yet, but we were planning a whole Drew Barrymore, a blowout series. We were going right. to watch each episode of her talk show, and now we can't do it anymore. <laughs> it's canceled. Yeah. Um, is Penny still with us? Oh, no. no she passed she in, died 2018. in 2018. Mm. Don't worry, though. She did get to uh, guest star in one episode of Mulaney. Oh, good. Oh, yeah. oh, um, great. Our, our favorite cool. show. Yeah. <laughs> Did Happy they do it. crack cocaine on camera? <laughs> Not on camera. <laughs> okay, good. Just making sure. Off, um, absolutely. <laughs> oh, 100%. come on. Don't do Penny like that. You think she only does crack cocaine on camera? <laughs> you think that and she's with like. John Mulaney? <laughs> I, I'll say it. Doing coke with John Mulaney sounds like a fucking nightmare. That seems like the he is the last person that I want to do coke yeah. with. Yeah, because he already wouldn't shut up sober. You yeah, know what I mean? are you like, kidding me? Like yeah. that's the most annoying person. You and I and I love the guy. Life. Yeah. So like, given the opportunity, I would do coke with him, but I wouldn't. Enjoy but it's it. like it's like the whole like being like doing coke with PTA and Quentin, uh, and it's just like yeah, in theory that sounds fun until you're actually trapped in a room with and, them and yeah. you're like. These are the That's two most unbearable the people I've ever seen. I would, yeah. I would do it with PTA now because now he's so chilled out that Coke might just sort of make him want to talk. Right. Tarantino in no year of his I life. I would jump off in a cliff. no In no situation would I ever. Yeah. I Like I wouldn't even let What him. if Paul Walter Hauser is there? Hey. <laughs> you know, Paul Walter Hauser is like super Christian. Oh, yeah. really? <laughs> yeah. His social fees are just like all like Christian oh, stuff. It's okay. Like, I guess. Good for you. Um. All right categories so here are the categories um becca since you didn't do a uh robin movie here's a refresher on some of the categories these are these are we're changing them, them up um tom swap favorite scene most iconic moment and then we got a triple of hair bra oh wait Hair. This is we're this not is for brow Cruz. teeth, we're not but we can't do that for. We're not. No, I, you can't judge his hair because his hair does fluctuate a bit. And in this, it's it's a five out of five. We got to come up with the some perfect kind hair. of equivalent of the the triple, the triple uh, physical objectification of Cruz. Yeah, we have to objectify. I don't know. With with Hanks, it's really just like there are two eras. There's pre and post his face being like sort of like distractingly off-putting right if i'm honest you know what i mean like it like by the it works for something like this because he's boyish well no it's just like he's and he's also you know he's young and he he just he aged a lot more naturally than a lot of movie stars do so it's like jarring to see him with other people who like do surgery and shit to look a certain way so like by the time you get to you've got mail there's certain takes where you're like laughing and it's just because like his his face is like naturally a certain way that you don't typically see in movies i i think that 
with with Cruz, it's more the looks. I think with Hanks, we can zero in more on his vibe, his charm. Mm. That might be the like the charm. Is he? Meter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, is he passive? Like, would you smash? Right. Um, Let's have a, a would you? Would you, would you smash? And Tom for Hanks. this one, smash or pass, Tom there Hanks. is a <laughs> officer of the law outside the door <laughs> waiting for you to answer <laughs> that question. <laughs> So Drew, you want to start that or smash? Uh, okay. Right it. now he's Fucking busy. Take me in, boys. Right now I don't he's give busy because he's trying to figure out if we need to uh, take down our Rain Man episode or not from the internet. All right. First category is Tom Swap. Could the no, other Tom no, zero. do no. this role? Absolutely no. Absolutely. That would be not. so funny to see and it would be the worst movie ever made i would i would enjoy it it would be a bad movie i think i would have a good time so how do we think tom cruise would play this because he would go way over the top oh it would be insane well it doesn't make sense because he has to have a singular mission in his roles in order to be like a good actor and like this character doesn't this character is like sort of trying to figure out what to do what he wants changes over the course of the movie tom cruise what he wants cannot change. No, this is how you do it. The instead He's of a point A to point B, instead kind of, of a height, instead of a height issue, it's like um, the, let's say the kid is like trying to be like um some kind of adrenaline junkie, some kind of sports yeah, car exactly. driver or yeah, something. Like, and they're like, you're a child, you can't get on the raceway. Yeah. He's like, I want to, I want to lose. <laughs> <laughs> okay, there we go. Okay. Actually, so uh, that's a film right there. Hold on. <laughs> Exterior computer. <laughs> <laughs> exterior the, that's the how Olympics. you would do it with Cruz. if it's like the kid if the kid's already like a hot shot you know sports athletic adrenaline guy and he just needs that next step to be able to get yeah. into the yeah, baby, whatever the baby tom the cruise would maybe need to be a little bit older too for that maybe like late he's like teens, a 16 early teens or, yeah. yeah yeah more of a more of a zach efron type yeah, but yeah. then you would really you would almost need to age up Cruz at that point because '80s Cruz like he's looks, too young, he's so yeah. youthful, right? How old I mean, was- I know Josh like numerically is twelve in this movie, but young Josh is giving off like a lot younger vibes than I he- think Tom yeah. Cruise could so, channel. Honestly, that's like a, yeah, that's a good point. There are there's a lot of this movie where I'm like, is he thirteen or is he like nine? Because it is yeah. like kind of it. <laughs> Maybe like 13 year olds were just built different in the 80s than they were in the 2000s I whenever you're growing up. But well, like it's, well, it's, I mean, I was that too boyish. I was that size when I was 13. Well, that's, I'm you know what I mean? Size, yeah. yeah. Like I was like, I was like, I think five foot flat when I was 13. So that, that makes, that tracks. But yeah, generally, I think I would bet you anything there were multiple conversations in production of like how old to make this kid because yeah. his job does have to become like playing with toys and it's like do 13 year olds just really go like Pew! I wonder if they cast this kid when Robert De Niro had the role because I think you can track him pretty well to Hanks because I that that's I think that's part of it too it's not just the age but it's like yeah, how believable is the jump? They got a little face. kid that's like squinting. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that'd be so. Funny. It's, it's they probably would have just been the kid from Awakenings. Yeah. <laughs> oh no! Oh my god! <laughs> they, they already had him on stage. They they get a kid that looks just like Gary Busey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that poor child! Happened? Like the kid, the kid from Awakenings had the job from Big, and they're like, "Well, we can't cast you oh. anymore, but I promise, like, I'll get back to you." Well, don't worry, we have another big awards play movie that'll definitely be right up your alley. <laughs> <laughs> 
That was was that right after this? Was it was 90s? the immediate follow up. Yeah, it was in wow. the ninety. It was nineteen ninety. So so the answer I, I the answer yeah. is no to your question. Okay. By the way, yeah. next category: favorite scene. <sighs> okay, so we could break this up into like moment versus scene. I think iconic moment. That's like if we want to skip to iconic moment. To me, that's the piano. That's the FAO Schwartz. If you're talking about the one big takeaway from the, that is the thing that has become like burned and like you see a montage of like the power of movies and you get the FAO Schwartz yeah. piano scene. Speaking of, that's all Penny directed the fuck out of that. It's so good. It keeps it's, going and did going. You, did you guys see the trivia thing that apparently they had body doubles on standby to actually do the thing? Because Tom Hanks, they like didn't know if Tom Hanks and uh, Robert Leggio were going to be able to do well, it. Bro and they were just old. like, and they were just like, oh, all right. Like, you don't think we can do it then? And so yeah. they just went out there and like they practice it like off camera, uh, like really tried to some, practice. There's it some down pretty so long shots in that sequence where yeah. you just stay on them doing yeah. it. And it's oh, my God, it just it works so well. And it's so it's a transformative scene, too, because it does mean something for this kid's like standing, you know, with his boss. And like you're watching this old man like evolve and turn into a child again. It's just it's, Mac- Macmillan rules. That's yeah. that's the dream boss that we all want to have. I mean, I, I got it. I'll have to think if I split this into two separate moments, but this is favorite and iconic for me. Like I this lived up to the hype is this this mm. piano scene. What about you, Becca? I'm going to have to go with the Beluga caviar. I that whole run is unbelievable. I love yeah. the tuxedo. I accidentally hit pause in the middle of that scene, too, and got the most like perfect square shot of him, like tongue out, just like nailing it. <laughs> that I think also he's really quickly. getting it. He's there. doing such a bad job of getting it out of his mouth. <laughs> like it's just, but I've done this thing with the napkin. Before yeah, too, so it was like it was very relatable. He's so funny. The little like the wheezing is so good. Tom is hilarious. But That's like, another thing about Hanks that uh, Cruz is unintentionally very funny a lot, and it, it plays into like roles very yeah. comedic. No, Hanks is a comedic actor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, like he's a comedian. Yeah, yeah. Hanks, Hanks is fucking really funny. One of my favorite jokes too is like early on during that scene with the mom, where like she starts screaming and he thinks it's because he didn't wipe his feet on the mat. Yep, <laughs> that played so well. That's good, man. That's great, right? That scene I, is so nuts, dude. A, that, that poor woman. Becca, I will give a shout out to that scene because that is up there for one of my favorite scenes of the entire movie because it starts with him showing up with the tux to the thing, the beluga caviar of him, just like his whole reaction to that. And then they get into the limo. Yeah. And like, he, he will Susan's not stop trying, touching everything. trying to like open up to him about like her vulnerable. life and being vulnerable and he just keeps touching buttons and like sticking his head out the window and then he goes back to the apartment and he's just like you want to have a sleepover okay but i get to be on top like <laughs> so good. and then straight into the trampoline in the apartment and it's oh just, the trampoline is that so good so like that like six minutes yeah, is one of the best great. stretches of the entire movie. by it's the way so good. this this speaks to another old category that i want to dust off which is fellas wyd okay and we should Let's, and in this yeah. case in this case are we susan <laughs> in this case is ladies wyd yeah you what would you do maybe <laughs> you've been blind to to what this you know to this dude's true nature and how genuinely weird he is up to this point you get to his apartment you walk in and it looks like that wyd <laughs> you really live to like me, this that room was like immediately giving the back lot from big fat liar <laughs> 
<laughs> so at that point, I don't think it matters. Um, we can do it on the bunk bed. I don't care. Wow. <laughs> yeah. um, but the scratchy Thundercats blanket has got to go. Yeah. Okay. Th- there's That's- a lot of questionable stuff in there. I think you can you can carve out a corner where it's not the vibes are not bad. I, I think, think no, I think that it's it's combination trampoline in the living room and uh bunk guy bed, has tiny bunk see, bed. The bunk bed's like third on the list because also I but think there has to be the, another room. The soda machine soda machine <laughs> in the living room thing is like the most like that's sick. frat broy like it's like a, a fucking like that is a 13 year 13 year old boy's thought of like yeah. man when I become adult I'm gonna have a Pepsi machine in my living room. And you don't like, need coins for it. <laughs> that that combination of things right there would probably have me like I well, at least looking it's a Pepsi in the machine and not like a Mick Ultra machine. Oh, okay, so there's yeah. <laughs> I, I I'd be that, turning around at that point. It's like a Marlboro machine. <laughs> <laughs> I she, he, he's smoking a pack a day by the last week. <laughs> she simply is just not asking any questions about him. <laughs> like she no. doesn't she doesn't give a fuck anything about his past. Where right. he's been from. There's no way he, if she were to ask one question, he would answer it well. Well, Rayman had been out at this point. So they, she knew that the, the autistic savant was a <laughs> no, possibility. No, this actually, this movie, it came out like right. In oh, the it's, same the same year. Year. Yeah, it's the That's same year. That's right. So, so she didn't go to the Berlin Film Festival no, she to see the early screening. So. What's the better um, autistic performance? Is it big or Rain Man? So definitely big is the implication that all 13 year old boys are autistic. (laughs) No, but as a as an adult man, there's a lot of overlap. Yes. So I would say big is less offensive. (laughs) (laughs) The route that you're going to go with it. (laughs) I think that's I think that's the point that I'm trying to get. to. So did (laughs) they're both epic? Was he up against Hoffman? Yeah. Then. Yeah. Wow. Oh, that, for, we for read lead, it off. Yeah. We read off the the category last week. It was like it Max is, uh, Bound Cedar or something. It's it's an insane category of like who's who's of like the old heads in the news. Um, eighty eight was just an unfucking real year for the movies. Was this the, the only? Movies. Oh, this was nominated for another Oscar. Um, it was please. screenplay, wasn't it? I think it was. Yes, it was. Yes. Man, the, yeah. This is this is also an, lost the rain. Man. This is an A plus, like by the books yeah. screenplay. Like Gary Ross I, I, and Ann Spielberg. Gary Ross, such a weird bunch of scripts. This guy's written. It's Hunger so, Games, Pleasantville. Mm-hmm. He directed Hunger Games, didn't he? Sea Biscuit. Yo. Not Sea Biscuit. <laughs> Yo. Um, Pleasantville's good. That's a good movie. Dave fucking Mr. Baseball. Man, I'm just looking Ocean's at the movies that came bad. out in 1988. Can I just recap? So Who Framed Roger Rabbit was the highest grossing movie of the year. Not counting for Rain Man, which technically made more, but made money in 1989. Uh, Coming to Ameri- America. Good Morning Vietnam. Wow. Our boy Robin at third. Play. Big at fourth. Uh, three minute baby. I'm skipping around here a little bit. Three wait, minute wait, wait. Baby. So is that all the top though? All those? That's yeah. That top four. Those are so number four, five. Crocodile Dundee. Two. Four very comedic movies. Yep. That's so well, you're doing. Then. You're doing calendar. Yeah, if I you did do cal- in year. It's Rain Man. Yeah, Rain Man is technically number one, and then those four follow through. Here are other movies that came out in 1988. Three minute baby. Die Hard. Moonstruck. Oof. Beetlejuice. Cocktail. Uh, Scrooged. 
Bill Durham twins. Bill Durham. Bill Durham. That's, that's just a guy. <laughs> wow, oh. We were having so much uh, fun. What happened? Midnight Run, <laughs> Broadcast News, Oliver and Company, Land Before yeah, Time. Yeah, Land Before Time, I was about to say. Child's Play, uh, Ernest Saves Christmas, Fatal Attraction, wow. 1988 hit. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable year. The Married 80s, to the Mob. The 80s were interesting, man. I, I th- th- I've seen a lot of 80s movies recently that I didn't, I wasn't a huge fan of. Um, I think the drugs really took a toll on a lot of these creatives that I, they were, I think they were smoking some weird shit, but they did hit really well. Sometimes, sometimes there was some really good stuff in there. And I think this is one of them. 88 is, I will say, uh, 88 is a good year. There's some years in the eighties, especially in the early eighties that are rough, <laughs> especially like awards play kind of movies that are whenever you get into the chariots of fire, right? Out of Africa, eras. Those are not okay. Good. One more category: recaging and re-Robin Couch. Where is Nicolas Cage and Robin Williams in this movie? So mm. I think I have the answer for both of these. I want Robin playing Jack playing Billy. So no, he looks old. It's <laughs> the worst. So this guy happens to have a friend <laughs> yeah. who has pro- who is Jack who has progeria. He's like, yes, and it's don't Jack. Worry. That's okay. I know how to adapt to these. It's, it's a bit of a it's a bit of a hat on a hat. <laughs> it gets really sad. It's really a little. Quick. It's a little distracting. <laughs> so fucked. No, but I throw out Robin Williams as Zoltar. Oh, that's a great. Okay, if you want to go like a whole different route with Zoltar and have him have like interactions with the kid, yeah. where he's like, "Be careful what you wish he's for." Like a whole I feel guy. like that would be. Yeah, he's perfect. like doing impressions, like in like AI, like he is a animated figure, like you, you know in the yeah, movie AI, uh, yeah. Doctor, especially Doctor in like the wake Doctor of the no. genie too. Like that's absolutely a possibility. That's, that's a great call. I so there is that scene where they go to the carnival uh, and they walk right past him without noticing him. Do you guys clock that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So that's a that's a Robin scene right there, just waiting to happen, where he just like starts turning to the camera and doing bits. He's like, "Hey, look at me!" Ho 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 ho. What about Nick Cage's Paul? That that was that, that's that was a, my thought. That, that's too, a, yeah. yeah, that's a gimme. I've never misspelled but anything Paul just not once. Like a fucking freak out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I've got one guy that both of them could be. Nick Cage in the racquetball court would just be unbelievable. <laughs> oh. Give me the ball. It'd be so good. Yeah. Give me the ball. Give me the ball. He, yeah. Back. Him as Paul is just like right there. Like it's, it's so, so there. Um, they could both be the ride operator who doesn't <laughs> yeah. let the kid on the ride. With the Anthony Fantano wearing the flannel. crazy flannel and the book of bandana. <laughs> He really likes they, that album. It would be so easy for both of them to do that. Depending on the age, too, Robert, uh, Robin could be Robert. Robin Ooh, McMillan. Be... Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see where Depending you're going. On like, maybe like an older Robin. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, I like boss. Yeah, if we got like 2000s Robin, like... It could be cool. I He's reprising his character from Toys. He has inherited the company. <laughs> <laughs> No, <laughs> I want to really turn things around Listen, for I, FAO shorts, but he's they're lost, no longer a defense yeah. contract. I'm but he's, mad he's about, lost his way, though. I'm mad about how much I think about toys because that movie makes me mad because I want to do over. I want us to try. <laughs> I don't again. think about toys. <laughs> I know. I know. I, t- I don't understand why I think about it. Be- it it's it's Becca and, and Hunter in the Mad Men elevator. <laughs> but it's like old dogs haunts me like a ward that I can't get rid of. Uh Jeez. Old dogs really, really changed me. 
I like came None out of old same. dogs like seven years older. Weirdly, that movie <laughs> old dogs does make me think that Travolta could have pulled it off in big. Yeah. He's, I mean, it wouldn't have been goofy. bad. It wouldn't have been bad. He's he can be. A I feel goofy like there guy. would have been a lot more moments that are like, like <laughs> John Travolta played that part. That's, have you? That's ha- true. Have you seen um, Saturday Night Fever? No. no. So that is like probably the only young. Tra- I know there's a lot of big grease heads out there. I haven't seen Grease in forever. It's probably fine. But it still hits. It grease rules. Saturday Night Fever is like the young Travolta. That's like this dude was a fucking supermodel. He was hot. He could get it. There was a time. See, but again, I think that the beauty of Tom Hanks in this movie is that he's not hot. He's just kind of a cutie pie. And I, I think it would be distracting if he was like really hot. Like yeah, I see Robert right. De Niro and I'm like, oof. Oh, let me jump on it. <laughs> um, I see Gary Busey so, and I'm like, ah, he's too sexy for my screen. Going back to the Millie Bobby Brown comparison for um, our girl. What does the the 21st century recast of this movie look like? Because I mean, obviously, like we've said, they've they've done it a few times. They tried Zac Efron, well, Jennifer I, Gardner. there's do you want to hear the bad version of it because i think that we're going to get a type of this movie later this year and it's timothy chalamet in this role no Uh, but he's too young like you need timothy like he he couldn't be either the old guy or the young guy and millie bobby brown couldn't be no millie millie bobby brown just looks exactly like elizabeth perkins but she is not you need to age her up a lot we are maybe see chris pine pulling it off Ooh, that's not bad maybe that's it would have bad. to be a very specific like type of thing um but i'm basing this like solely off him in dungeons and dragons like he was very fun yes that. that's, pine a, is that's a good one that maybe um i'm googling actors and i like um or i was gonna say there <laughs> there actually is a movie called little that came out in 2019 <laughs> never saw this movie but i remember seeing the trailers for it is it um, the opposite of big? Uh, yes, I think it is. I think it is a child that transforms or sorry, an adult that transforms into a child. Um, is that Issa Rae? Yeah, I think that is. Yeah, Issa Rae, Regina Hall. Yeah, well, who's the kid? Uh, someone named Marseille Martin. Well, yeah, see that that matters a lot more in that right. movie. Uh, the gimme here in a new big who just proved that they can be Zachary Levi. Shut up. <laughs> who just proved that they can be broadly very, very funny. Ryan Gosling. Ooh, folks. Yes, Ooh. Ken. Yeah. Let's go. He just did it. Yeah, he just did the damn thing. I mean, if if you wanted to deviate from this tone, like one of my favorite movies right now, the the number one movie in my letterbox top four right now is Terminator 2. Arnold as the Terminator is a little bit of a big situation. Like it Terminator 2 
is kind of like big a little bit <laughs> where like the ter- the terminator needs to like learn how to be a functioning human and he doesn't have a very everybody's always drawing that comparison between terminator 2 so and big. if you wanted to lean into that energy as like the stoic the stoic hero action guy then you know you could have someone like adam driver jump in i don't know if adam driver could do the the comedic side of it you would need something a little more serious big as an action movie it's tough i'm just i did a a google of actors in their 30s and it's kind of it's tough it's a little bleak well the problem is that comic actors are kind of a dying breed in themselves and like there's a lot of people on here like i could just put josh hutcherson in there but like what's that doing for people exactly like if i'm just going for a boyish look for a person in their 30s like there has to be more to it than just that yeah chris hemsworth is broadly comedic but too hot i like chris pine but chris pine is almost too hot if we're if we're still trying True. to not, not I feel like there. realistically, if this movie was getting pitched, it would be getting pitched with Chris Pratt. Uh, <laughs> fucking kill me. As, as tragic as that is to say. <laughs> OK, OK. What about but only this? if he does an Italian accent? Then I'm back in. In the Elizabeth Perkins Perkins role, you put Kristen Stewart and we get Bobby, Bobby Patty, Patty, the baddie daddy. No, I <laughs> no. don't. And it's very broody. what are you, Yeah. What are you talking about? No. <laughs> That doesn't no. That doesn't make you any just sense. Watch what about Twilight? What about Daniel? <laughs> well, I'm Radcliffe? always saying that vampires are very uh, they're very child. They're literally yeah, like hundreds <laughs> of years old. They're the exact they're, opposite they're so of, of youthful. Um, I will say about Pratt because now it's it's not feasible because we have so much baggage with him as a guy, and also yeah. we you know we've seen him try and fail at so many different types of roles. Him coming fresh off Parks and Rec, if he were still a bit like shaggy looking, yeah, I think would do an awesome job. Like he, because he genuinely was objectively very funny in that role. Mm-hmm. Like he is capable of being like that. It's just we know too much now. We know we know far too much about that man. Oh, and we aren't the only ones. Blue does too. <laughs> I have. I have, Blue knows too much. I have an idea because <laughs> Blue, you know me. Um. Mm. Okay. 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 Joe Keery and Ben Schwartz. We don't know. I'm over trying to put Joe Keery and <laughs> shit. He's in like a shitty little fucking <laughs> ben DJ Schwartz thing. Maybe. That could be ben fun. Schwartz is fun. Ben Schwartz. Benny. I do. I'm not over putting Ben Schwartz and stuff. This this list of actors in their in their 30s is so <laughs> now the real person. This is so sad. There's like no one. So you're right about Chris Pratt. The other person that they would make this that would would star in this movie, unfortunately, is uh, Ryan Reynolds. Ah, oh. you got to admit God. they would. He, he kind of already did it with Detective Pikachu. Yeah. And Free Guy. Ryan's I mean, always yeah. talking about Free Guy. It, it, that, that's that's who you I'm, would comedic actor is he like the only fucking one right now like things are bleak right that now that sucks god, god that sucks so hard um so that's tough uh in terms of someone who might be able to do it charlie day yeah charlie day would be great i i can buy that yeah funny i mean childish i think the key thing here is that you can't replicate this magic mm-hmm. of hanks and i think that's yeah. hopefully what we're gonna see a lot with the the hank series is that that's the thing he's is, doing something special yeah he has something really sort of 
like inexplicable about like what he's bringing to the part. It's not, I don't know. It's not standard. I think it's one of those things where like coming from a different background helps you because the way he's approaching roles is just different. Like, yeah. He, he just has like a sort of a purity to him. I'm really glad he got the Oscar nom for this again to me that that crying in the shitty apartment scene it's that so to good. me was as mm. much as I love the um, the FAO Schwartz piano sequence. I think that's aside from that, my favorite moment in the movie. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I love that. I did want to give one other shout out to uh, it's like right at the midway point of the movie, but it's right after the piano scene, the montage that takes place whenever he's moving into the nice apartment, he's like skateboarding around the apartment. And it's like to the backdrop of him, like writing a letter to his parents and everything. Just an incredible montage. Hey, I've been kidnapped. Montage. Don't worry about me. <laughs> it's though. kind of like camp. <laughs> <laughs> They're torturing me. I'll be fine. Be home soon. <laughs> Absolutely wild. <laughs> that, that, that to me is the weirdest part about this movie. Out of is all the, the things, side yeah, his thing? mom's yeah. at home, like hanging a noose. Yeah, at the, out of <laughs> well, all, like the weird- on Long Island, like she's just like. <laughs> Is she even going to the police away? saying like I got a call from him or I got a letter from I, him? Or there's the the, just, the milk carton. There's the missing child. But he is definitely like not smart enough. Like he just mailed that letter to his parents like from his mailing address. So like yeah. the police would just show up at his house and be like, "Hey, it's you." Like, Unless his mom is just simply not looking for him, which surely has to be the case. Um. All right. Last That's... final uh, shout outs. I wanted to shout out the first scene we see Tom Hanks. He's shirtless. Hey, looking good. He's looking good. Yeah. So (laughs) new category. Uh, Smash definitively. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if it's going to get. I don't know if we're going to get hot Hanks a lot, but he's. we're We're not covering the past era, though. You know what I mean? In terms of Smash or past Hanks. Okay. Yeah. No, no, we are. Yeah. I guess we're going to do like sleepless and you've got mail. So, yeah. No, we'll we'll see some. Yeah. I his hair is unbelievable in this movie. It's perfect. it's kind of like it is absolute it's perfection. doing so many things. It's it's so beautiful. I love it. It's a it's some lush locks. All right. Final thoughts, Becca. Anything else you want to say about Big or Tom Hanks? Um, additional scene to shout out the scene where he comes back to the hotel room with Billy after his first paycheck. And they just had like the perfect kids day out and they're spraying each other with silly string. That was also like just a very mm. charming, yeah, fun scene. Very aw shucks. Yeah. I love that scene. Yeah. Is that the scene where they're just like saying they're watching the French connection with just like their feet kicked up? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> As like, you do. Yeah. I love that. Just boys. Just dudes being guys. Any other thoughts? No. You're done. That's I, it. I think I'm done. I got to pee. Right. I have a, a lot of resentment towards Billy because I didn't get that that starring role that would have made me a star. <laughs> I could have been the next Billy. <laughs> With your you, big number. What happened your to the actor? You, should, you should have told them that your name was Hunter Moblowski. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They've been like, ah, you're the perfect pole that we've been looking for. <laughs> Capture that. No, shout out to uh, Dante from Young Actors. I'm not bitter. Okay. Well, thank you all for listening. Please rate, review, subscribe, like, and comment, and let us know your thoughts on Big Check out webottomike.net and patreon.com slash webottomike to get extras, exclusives. We'll bam plus max um, during the Discord. 
Thank you, beautiful patrons, for supporting the show, making the hard work possible. Next week, stick around for more cruise. Back to cruise. We're going to be flip-flopping a little bit here. Uh, it's going to be like every other week a different Tom for, for the next few. With Oliver Stone's Born on the 4th of July. Really excited for that one. Really excited mm. to talk Stone, talk Vietnam. Um, and Cruz's biggest shot at an Academy Award so far. Becca, thank you so much. Please let the thank people you. know what you got going on. Uh, you can always check out what I'm doing on Instagram and Twitter. I'm Heyo, it's Becca there. I'm Becca Stogner on Letterboxd and YouTube. Not super active on YouTube at the moment, but you can always backtrack through my old Robin Williams stuff while I think of something else to maybe do there. And you can listen to my podcast, The Time Machine, talking about all kinds of fun Disney Channel stuff. We're in our strike era right now, so it's getting a little weird on there. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Covering, like Hannah Montana books and unaired pilots and shit. That's but it's cool. been fun. So. I was I was about to say, like, what's the what's the Disney content looking like now that Iger is in full villain mode, you know? It's been grim for sure. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we would have like loved to talk about Halloween Town this year, but I think we're just gonna talk about like Disney Channel Star feuds all through the month of October instead. Nice. So we just we're just trying yeah. a different path. It's been interesting <laughs> and fun for the time being. Well, thank you so much for coming on. We hope to thank have you, you on again soon. And uh yeah, we'll keep it uh it, it, no one wanted to cover the creator with me. So we'll keep it going I'll with our it. series. I'll find Ernest, I'll watch this stupid movie, but we don't there's, have to do a podcast. There's nothing it. else. There's nothing else on this horizon. This was the one. This was the one little drop of water. You didn't want desert. to do a none two podcast with me. Socks. You don't want to talk socks. Saw X. So- socks Patrol. Socks Patrol. Yeah. What? We can. Can we do a quick like recap pod of? the Dolphins Broncos game from Sunday where the Dolphins scored 70 points. Oof. Did you brutal? I you heard that right. Oof. First time since like the 19th. I'm really happy for you, Drew. I'm just happy that you have something in your life. Stick around for stick around for uh jigsaw uh really getting into these football players' brains. And uh we'll see. Hey, you next somehow time. that's still less traumatic than the actual game of football, so thanks again, Becca. Bye everybody. Bye.